Hey y'all, it's me Liv, and I am just so incredibly grateful you're here again. I say it every week and I mean it. <laughs> this has been so much fun for me and these conversations have blessed my life. So I hope they've blessed yours as well. Please remember to subscribe, like, and leave a comment if they have done just that. I would love to know. Today, I have a brand new guest joining me and I'm excited about it because we've been on a journey through this entire month. We talked about how to show up for others and share your message, even when it doesn't have the happy ending that you expect it to have, even when you're still waiting for that happy ending to come, right? We can bring others into those hard, challenging moments because it's in those moments that we find the most growth. And so I was incredibly grateful that my husband's cousin and my friend LaJoyce Kwachi came through. She has has a doctorate in nursing and she is an infertility advocate. So if you did not catch that, you need to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Google Podcasts and listen in because I was very transparent about a few things I've never talked about before. It was raw. It was real. <laughs> that second week, we talked to Glenisha. And my goodness, didn't that conversation bless you? We talked about how you can use those difficult emotions that you've walked through and that you may even continue to walk through in order to advocate for others because advocacy does not end in adversity. She spoke with us about how she founded a nonprofit when she was homeless, y'all. That literally takes all of the excuses off of the table. We have others we're surrounded by who still have needs we have been blessed to fulfill and speak into. And so it's my prayer that we would continue to look beyond our circumstances and see the ability to arise to that place of advocacy in the middle of that adversity. Then, we brought it back down a little bit last week. We eased the tension and reminded you that you matter, right? Wellness matters and your wellness even more specifically matters. I had the opportunity to talk to Emily Vermillion and she is a certified life coach who really helps others to recognize how to strike a balance between their physical, mental, and spiritual health so that they can show up more boldly than they've ever done before. She dropped so many practical tips about how to ensure we are investing in ourselves so that when the difficult emotions arise, we're ready to tackle them and talk about them if we felt led to. When that adversity comes, we can still remember that we have an advocate who is advocating and warring on our behalf in the Holy Spirit. And because of that, we can continue to advocate for others. That conversation was powerful, but if you have not yet seen, we need a team. 
because we can't do this alone. I was so incredibly grateful that I didn't have to walk through the conversation about some of my issues with infertility alone. I was incredibly nervous during that podcast, but LaJoyce was there with me the whole time. I am incredibly grateful for the many women that have come alongside me as I begin to walk out what it means to lead the colorfully candid paradigm. We are in our seventh year and that is only <laughs> to God's glory because if it had been up to me, it would have never sustained this long. But I'm grateful that he caused us outside of the adversity that we experience to advocate on the behalf of others. And so it's my prayer that you would recognize that you need a team of people. Monica Michelle is going to help us speak into that need today. She really helps other women and men come together to learn how to advocate for themselves through the marketing business because marketing is everywhere and it is so full and become can become so overwhelming at times that we just have to remember that we're not in this alone. I love to introduce you to my new guest today and I pray that it will bless you. Let's get started. I am excited about this topic today, and I have Monica Michelle, so I cannot wait for you guys to meet with her. She helps authors market their books, and y'all, this is a big deal, because when I was first writing my first book, I did not know what I didn't know, and I literally would say that all the time, not realizing I could outsource outside of my comfort zone and just ask somebody that had already done it. Social media is a tool. Let's what? Let's use it. <laughs> but I completely just flopped and I was completely out of my comfort zone and chose to keep the book here in my heart in my small sphere of influence rather than sharing it with the world until God really began to impress the message that he'd given me on my heart and told me, honey, it is not for you. It's for others. Like, oh, yeah. Use your voice. And so I know that that can be an incredibly hard area to address and then move out in, especially when you're in new new areas and spheres of influence and faith. So we are outsourcing outside of our comfort zone. Monica, how are you today? I am doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to finally get to meet you face-to-face via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm excited yes. to jump into this. I am as well. As you can see, I get excited when somebody uses that word. It's my favorite adjective. <laughs> Um, but we met a coaching group that we are both a part of. And so it's just an honor to connect with you and to just follow you along your journey and introduce others to what amazing things you're doing in our world. So can you please tell everyone just a little bit about your background and why you began to really help authors advocate 
for themselves and their work through marketing. So you want me to share why I started doing this yes, and how I go about making this happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I started, well, I guess I'll share the, the why for the, the why first, of course, um, primarily when it comes to a book, you think of, I don't know, I don't have enough information to fill a book. I, I know stuff, but I don't you know, a book is a different level of credibility. It's a different level of um, uh, expertise that you have to, to sit down, hold it together, complete your thoughts, and fill out a book. And so not anyone can write a book, but everyone does it because for whatever reason, I don't think I know enough. Nobody wants to know what I know. No one needs a book about this. But it puts you in a different space when you do. And a book can travel places that you can never go to or that you may ever never go to. I have a girlfriend from years ago. She wrote a book when we first met and we were 10, 15 years later, we were looking at something online and Kim Fields had her book in her hand. And she's like, I've never met Kim Fields. And Kim Fields took a picture of her holding her book while she was talking to her. She could have easily stuck the book behind her back, but she continued to hold the book. That was advertisement for her. And it helped more people to know about her business. So the way I feel about it is everyone has a story. Everyone has something that they're an expert at because an expert is someone who has spent 10,000 hours doing something. So you spent 10,000 hours talking, you spent 10,000 hours walking, you spent 10,000 hours at your local job, whatever that is, 10,000 hours talking to your sister, talking to your mama, whatever it is, you spent 10,000 hours of doing it. And so therefore you are an expert at that, whatever that is. That's number one. Number two, there's always someone who doesn't know what you know, whether they don't know it today or whether they didn't know it, you know, when they were younger, for whatever reason, there's always someone who doesn't know whatever it is that you're an expert. As far as the how it goes about, I love, love, love to jump in in the beginning when you're first starting to think about, you know what, I think I need to write a book. I wrote a book and I got a topic. So I like to get in the beginning so I can kind of help um, get the, the wheels turning because people love to be a part of the journey. And a lot of times people say, well, no, I don't want to release. I don't want to talk about it until it is perfect. I don't want to tell anyone I'm writing a book until I go into the corner or until I go on top of the mountain, talk to God and drill it all out. And then I'll come down and reveal it to the world. No, we need to build anticipation. When Black Panther was coming out, how much, how long did they talk about Avengers and Black Panther before they actually let you see the myth? At least a year, at least a year. Everyone was saying, I can't wait for the movie to come out. They built the anticipation. And so there's people that want to be a part of your journey. There's people that will root you on and they'll stand next to you. And there's people that'll say, well, doggone, if she wrote a book and she took me on the journey of writing this book, maybe I can write one to help with building the community to help make this go. Because you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it with just one other person. And as scripture tells us, we were born for community. When two come together, we can get so much more done than you just trying to do it by yourself. Like you said, you don't know what you don't know. 
Yes. So, I love that. And you are all up in my notes. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I literally had Ecclesiastes 4, 9 out and she already hit on it. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If you want a good return for your hard earned time that you could have been spent doing something else, taking care of spending time with your family, then you need to have help. And I just appreciate so many of the points that you brought out because a book will travel farther than you will ever have the opportunity to go. I have yet to travel to Kenya personally, but one of my mentors takes the books that I donate to a girl's group called the Butterfly House, and they read my books every year. And so I have not physically been to Kenya, but I feel as if I have a connection with the girls there already, although I've not met them in person. So that is so incredibly important to remember that when we think about how our gifts will make room for us, we have to be intentional about clearing out space so that they can make room and taking the time to put our gifts together so that when we have the opportunity to move into a new sphere of influence, we have something to say. We have something to show up with. And so I'm incredibly passionate about this topic as well. And I was going to ask a second question, but, and I will phrase it here so that others can begin to think about it in the different terms of their nonprofits that they're creating, the books that they're writing, the podcasts they're starting, the events they're beginning to host or what have you. But the question I was going to ask is how early would you recommend someone getting a team together? And you already hit on it right at the very beginning, which is so important because that anticipation (laughs) is everything. We like to move in silence and I'm here for it. Everybody don't need to know your business. I am incredibly candid, incredibly open, but I'll let you know what I want you to know and what I feel comfortable telling you about. (laughs) However, that anticipation is different than moving in secrecy and silence because it helps you to invite others into the process. Y'all, that first book I wrote, I literally did exactly what Monica just told us not to do. I showed up and was like, ta-da, book signing in two weeks. Please join me. And I didn't do it because I thought I was so great, because I had this epiphany. I did it because I was nervous. I did it because I was embarrassed and I didn't know what people would think or feel about it. And some people were offended. And they're going to be offended. Some people are going to be mad when you get bold enough to shine your light exactly where it was meant to illuminate and light up that darkness. But others were just a little hurt because they really did want to join me in that process. So sis, whether you're building the nonprofit, you're stepping out on faith and starting the business or even starting the talks or writing the book, get a team. You can't do this alone. My next question is, um, what are the first few tasks you would recommend someone get assistance with um, or look for um, help in a, in a variety of areas, right? So what are some of the things, whether it's book writing or building a business or starting on social media, what are some of the things you recommend people do first? as they are beginning to build their team? 
Well, that is actually a really good question because there's uh, typically there's like a rule of thought that, oh, I should get a social media manager. I should get this. I should get that. And sometimes it's not about diving all the way in and getting the whole thing. Sometimes it's just paying for a consult, have a consultation call. So what I typically recommend is one, see if you can find some people who have already written the book, who already did the thing, whatever the thing is. If it's starting the business, starting a magazine, whatever the thing, a podcast, then you want to find out how they went about doing it. I'm, I love to listen to people's stories. I love to see how they went about doing it. And sometimes that's me doing an interview with them and asking some questions. People are vain. They love to answer questions about themselves. That's just the way we work, right? So if you send somebody a DM and be like, ooh, how'd you start this podcast? This is wonderful. They go, well, I like to be like, oh, yes, honey, let me tell you. <laughs> so I like to say you want to connect with someone who has already done the thing. Right. And sometimes that's a conversation. Sometimes that's reading their book. Sometimes it's just listening to a couple of their podcasts and you can get the information you need from there. But talk to someone who's already done it. Right. And in the midst of that, you can kind of get a, a little bit of a field about what all is needed and what this is going to be like. The next thing that I typically suggest is make a list. So make a list. What are you good at? What do you love to do? What do you think you need? And what are you willing to part with and what are you not willing? What do you need to hold on to and keep? So make that list. And the things that you're not willing to do or that you don't like doing, there's no sense in you making the commitment to say, oh, I'm going to go out here and I need sponsors for my podcast. So I need um, clients for my business. I'm going to go out here and create invoices and I'm going to, you don't like doing that. Why do you, why? Why are you going to commit to making the invoices and you don't like doing invoices? Like you don't like it. So why even start that when you don't like it? So make the list about what you like and what you don't like. And then with that list, the things that are on there, you might reach out to five. If they're, um, I guess if they're smaller tasks, you might want to reach out to Fiverr, Upwork, a neighbor, a friend and say, hey, do you have a referral? So I love doing that kind of thing. And then last but not least, go and do hire someone, a coach, a counselor. Um, sometimes it's just paying somebody who's already in the field. If you want to be a masseuse, you might have a really good masseuse that you know of, and you might go to that masseuse and say, hey, I was curious, is it possible that I could take you to dinner, take you to lunch, and you coach me to get me started? Like, you may or may not need to be here with me the entire time, but could you at least like just you know, kick me off, help me figure out where I need to go. But if you hire that coach or that counselor or whatever, however, whatever framing, whoever that person is, having someone that's outside of you that you can verbally talk to about whatever the thing is, they're going to see it from a different perspective. They're going to have a different light on it. And it's possible that they will be a part of your forever team. It's also possible that they'll just be that jump start in the beginning. But then worst case scenario, they'll be the person that will refer you to the person. So, and now that you have an idea of what you like doing and what you don't like doing, and you know a little bit of what that journey is going to look like, then now you have something that when you go to talk to them, you have something that you can ask them about 
was this really a big deal for you or not? Like a lot of, like I said before, a lot of authors love to talk about how you write. Uh, there's a couple of book programs that I've heard about and they, they say, well, you can write your book over the six weeks and we're going to write a chapter a week or whatever. And that's cool. And that's awesome. But I've recently learned about myself, something that I've been doing my entire life. I don't work well over long periods of time. I love to hunker down, pick a day and let's do everything on that day. I want to be done with this. <laughs> I want to keep talking about, I want to show up next week and work on, because it becomes mundane to me. And I'm like, oh God, we got to do it again. Where were we? What was our frame of mind? What was some of the stuff? No, I want to do it all in one sitting. I want to be all consumed. I love to jump in and do the task. And so for me, now that I've learned that about myself and some of that was through trial and error, and some of it was just me being aware and talking to friends and family and being like, you know what? I'm not, I'm a, I'm a VIP girl. Like, you know how they say you pay me for the day. That's what I like. I like to do incentives, intentions. You know what I'm saying? Hire me for the day. Let's go in here and create 30 posts on this day. Let me go ahead and get your website. Oh, you need a new website. Give me all your information. And on Friday, the 31st, I'm going to do the whole website. And by the end of the 31st, it's going to be done. Because I'm not going to be nitpicking and doing this website for the next five years. So when you learn what you like about whatever, because there's always a part of it that you love, then you're able to maximize that area. And the parts that you're not so good at, there's no sense in you sitting here saying, let me find a way to be good at all of them. No, the parts you're good at, you rock that. And let them, whoever's good at the other part, let them do that part. They good. Ah, this was jam-packed. And as you can tell, she has a lot more for us. She's just brimming over. Monica, you are brimming over with information, knowledge, and inspiration. So please give us some closing thoughts and tell everyone where they can get connected to you so that we can remember to outsource outside of our comfort zone. So um, closing thoughts. One, you can find me on social media. I'm practically on all the platforms and my handle is Monica Michelle S. So M-O-N-I-C-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-S. And so Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. My jam typically is Instagram, even though you know, I've been on pause because I've been moving, but I'll be back very soon. Even on Clubhouse, it's Monica Michelle S. So that's the, the main place that you can find me. I would love for you to send me a message. Let me know what you think, what you're working on. What type of community are you trying to build? In addition to that, I do have a little goodie for you that will help you build your team in your community. So it's kind of like a resource to figure out where you can go to get people, how you can get to people, and all this jazz. And that is at monicamichelless.com forward slash community, because we all need community in order to build. And last but not least, my final word is, don't forget you want to plant seeds, because where you plant seeds is what's going to grow for you in your business and your book writing or whatever the case may be. And so you want to plant these seeds in other people's business. When I first started my marketing business, I didn't know anything about marketing in a traditional standpoint. So I found a magazine, a lady who owned a magazine company in Raleigh, Durham, TCP Magazine, shout out, right? And I went over to her and said, can I volunteer my time? I didn't have any money. Now, granted, she lived an hour away, so I couldn't always get to her, but I would call her and say, what do you need me to do? Do you need me to do anything? 
I would call her and say, hey, I'm going to be in the area this weekend. I'm coming to see you. I'm going to spend the day. Do you have any work for me? If she had an event and she needed me to come to the event, I would go to the event and work the table for her. So people would say, so what do you do? And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not here for Monica Michelle's. I'm here for TCP Magazine. Let me tell you about her magazine. So I was able to learn some extra things from her in the midst of doing the business with her. But then I was also able to sit and pick her brain and just talk to her and ask her mentoring type questions because I was planting that seed in her business. And so now later down the road, I'm seeing that's able to come back full circle and people are coming to me saying, hey, can I help you? Or is there something I can work on for you? Or don't worry about pay me, pay me later. So don't forget to find a way to plant that seed. If it's paying for lunch, for coffee, for dinner, if it's sending a shout out on social media saying, you know, I really love this person. They're awesome because of this. If it's, and even when you do have these conversations, go give this person an online review. How easy is that? Show your appreciation publicly. Because when you do it publicly, then that's going to help plant that seed and give them a little bit more shine. And that's, I mean, you want to show them that you appreciate and everyone loves a good review. So don't be rinky dinky about it, okay? But that is it. Come find me at monicamichellesscom forward slash community. Come get your goodie and talk to me on social media. Thanks so much, Liz. I appreciate it. My goodness. This was so much fun. And I had to mute myself because I was over here clapping it up in the background. I saw so you there. I saw you. <laughs> I you. hope that your move continues to go well and that <laughs> you just enjoy all of the good things that are coming to you because this was an absolute blessing here to pray with you. Dear Father, you are good and you are great. You are merciful and you are mighty. You are holy and you are righteous. There is none like you. It is such an honor and a privilege to know you as our Lord and to invite you into the areas of weakness and growth that we are so desirous of developing. My God, in the name of Jesus, draw us close and help us to humble ourselves so that we may worship you in spirit and in truth, Holy Spirit. It is our desire to steward the resources, the testimonies, the stories that you have given us to speak and write into existence so it may bless others, Lord Jesus, so that they may look to see us and to see our good works and then in turn glorify you when we shine that light for all to see. God, it's my prayer that you would help us to take an inventory of the strengths that we have, the strengths that you blessed us with to look at how we can enhance others with those strengths. And then, oh God, to take inventory of those areas of growth that we have to make as well. Open our eyes to the leaders and the mentors around us and help us, Lord Jesus, to reach out to them. Help us, Lord Jesus, to Begin to grow in transparency because it's in transparency that growth happens. We don't want to be in this same place 
than we are right now, next week, next month, next year. We want to lean into the, the lessons that you have to teach us. So we just bless you that two are better than one. And because you have given us others to impact this world with Lord Jesus, we will continue to seek you we will continue to bring them to you and we will continue to ask us to shine a light on those whom we can learn from in this season. We bless you and we praise you, oh God, for this conversation that we have. And I thank you. Amen. All right, y'all. Our time has finally come to an end, but that doesn't mean that our conversation has to. I would be honored if you would write a review on iTunes or Spotify to let me know if any part of today's subject touched your heart. 